Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. Let it be the hero when entertaining family and friends. Cobram Estate extra virgin olive oil is fresh and full of flavour. Perfect for roasting, frying, baking, dressing salads and for dipping bread. Make your food taste even better with a little help from Cobram Estate. Premium quality, great tasting and a versatile healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. Welcome back to Dylan Friends Check-ins We're here week one Wow it's been a quick week It feels like we're Straight back into it Thank you so much For the love support And, and jumping back on board Emma Murray episode Was Yeah it's been Been awesome The the, um, the response from everyone For that one I think As I said in the earlier episode And even in the episode We did I think we all just Needed a, a nice little reset For the start of the year And know that We're all on the same page We're all pretty, feeling pretty cooked But It's about finding Those little um, Those little de-stresses That Emma would say to, to help sort of just Be present I suppose And stay in the moment And make sure we're All focusing on what's important Going into the year Like I needed to hear that chat More than anyone so if you're related to it yeah i'm wrapped that that something like that could um that make it valuable for everyone because it definitely gave a lot of value to me and yeah she's just an absolute star so i couldn't thank her enough if you haven't heard that episode yet make sure you do and and have a tune into that one thanks for all the messages of support so excited for next week's episode we have an absolutely incredible guest on it who again the common theme is they're way too qualified for this show but um richard harris who might not be a household name as you know it, but really is. He's Australian of the Year. Um, he's an absolute legend, and he was responsible for helping out, and when I say helping out, being a massive key player in saving 12 of the young Thailand soccer team kids back in 2018 that um, had to be rescued out of a cave over in Thailand when they were you know, exploring this cave, monsoon weather came, they got stuck in there, and they ended up being stuck in for, I think, around 20 days. And, yeah, the story is unbelievable. Like, I'm sure you'd, you'd all remember it if you haven't. There's a documentary on Disney Plus called The Rescue, which is how I sort of you know came back into and started watching. It is an unbelievable story, and uh, Richard, who who's a big big player in that role, was flown over to um, to help out. He's an anaesthetist, and I don't want to ruin the story too much now. But basically, he flew over. He's a cave diver as well as being an anaesthetist, so a, a very highly um, a very high operator, and and went in and, and helped put the kids to sleep and rescue them out. But the story is unbelievable so please yeah make sure you check that one out um you won't regret it love doing that episode it was absolutely sick um thought i'll tell you about a bit of movies i've watched lately like i you guys know that i love my series and movies it's ever since ozark season four came out i was back on the narco train massively love ozark you know how much i love ozark it's nearly on par with yellowstone if not oh i don't want to say it but it probably has nearly taken the cake on how much i love ozark that series um, if you haven't seen that, please make sure you do. But from that, went into another downward spiral of just going into more um, things. I watched Sicario the other day, which was unbelievable. I love that movie. Sicario 2, which isn't as good, but watched it again. I think there's a third one coming out next year, which I'm really excited for too. So there's heaps there. I've just been like spiraling yeah, into like YouTube, watching so many like cartel documentaries. I don't know, for some reason, I'm just so fascinated in, in how that um, you know, all works over in, in Mexico. It's just such a, a hectic story. But yeah, it's it's bloody crazy to watch, which has is, is been cool. So if you know anything else, make sure you suggest it. You can always call the hotline, suggest something, and and keep going through. But today, also in some crazy news this week. Now, for the OG fans out there, episode 89, you might go back and remember, I sat down with um, a guy named David Butterfin, who 
was a high performance manager at Carlton um, and Collingwood. He worked with Mick Moldhouse and he was like responsible for like bringing high altitude training into the AFL. He's an absolute master. He's a crazy unit, like just so switched on, so resilient. And he runs a business now called Resilience Builders. And in that episode, we're talking about resilience, talk about training camps, you know, going to Arizona, climbing mountains, all these sort of things he used to put us through and how much I never wanted to do that ever again. Somehow, I've agreed to going on one of these camps. Now, this camp I agreed to like late last year. It's crept up on me. I'm leaving tomorrow to go to Tasmania for four days on a hiking camp. We're going to be doing caving. We're going to be doing like whitewater rafting. We're going to be doing like abseiling. Everything that I fucking like hate, we're doing. So it's going to be a massive thing to just test myself, I suppose. I'm not feeling like I'm feeling very nervous about it because I don't feel like I'm in like the best physical condition at the moment since the marathon I've literally been on about two runs and yeah I still need to still need to get some shit organized I don't have a a pack to even go with I had to buy a new sleeping bag yesterday and yeah very much out of my comfort zone so it's going to be a pretty hectic camp can't wait to tell you all about it but yeah really looking forward to that if you haven't heard the episode with David Butterfant go and have a listen to it and think about me while the next three days what I'm going to be going through um, because, yeah, he's he's an unbelievable dude, so resilient, so good at what he does and I'm excited to, excited to be a part of it. So I'll make sure I definitely fill you in. Um, if I have any reception, I'll, I'll be on the socials as well. If I have any um, time, I'll take some photos of that for sure. Bromley Lynch starts up next week, a podcast, you know, they had the boys on a while ago, the twins um, from Ballarat now living down the coast. They're their podcasting starting next week and they'll be on the show talking about that. We're really excited to, to get that one underway. First one sort of under the belt for Producey and, and Liz Gloggers is back next week too. Dan's decided to um, come back from holidays and we can get back into the swing of things, which I'm I'm sure is uh, everyone's really excited for as, as much as I am. So can't wait to get back into the LC scape. But in exciting news at Producey, um, I thought like this would be awesome time to like just give insight into what we're doing here, we're as open as and as transparent as possible with how we are. I'm going to bring everyone into the community at what we're doing because um, I think it's awesome for you guys to hopefully see on our journey of how we're going. We've got Sam working here at the moment. We've got Steph in partnerships. We've got Adam, um, you know, running the show. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just sort of like hanging out and everyone just yells at me. We've got Tofu Princess that comes in and, and does stuff too. But we've excited to add another team member to the team. It's another producer, Sam, the new and improved producer, Sam. Sam Dalton. I just forgot your name for a second. <laughs> I don't know how. I literally just forgot your name. How are you, bro? Thanks, Dil. Great introduction. Yeah. Um, glad that I've made a mark on you uh, in in the actual nine months or so that we've been working yeah. together. So uh, you've forgotten my name <laughs> and, uh, yeah, soft launch of nine months before you're happy to soft launch me to the, um, the audience. The, Thanks. It, it's good to have you on the show. You're obviously doing a mountain of work um, behind the scenes. So to give context of like, well, explain maybe what you're, you're helping out with, like how you got involved as well. Like it was pretty just you just like really rocked up and were like i want to be involved yeah i knocked on the front door you of the, the new door studio yeah uh no so uh other producer sam and i um are, are high school sweethearts um we're, we're good friends um uh went to st leonard's college um don't know if you needed to know where no, we went to school shout but, out to um, them. famous alumni hamish blake and ryan shelton um, and we had shame hamish uh we had ryan on the ryan show. we'd yeah. love to have hamish yeah we would um, and Sam had come to me for a few, um, he'd asked me to help out on a few different, uh, yeah, cricket podcasts or topics that he didn't really know much about. Yes. Uh, and it seemed like every week he was hitting me up for ideas and then, um, he extended the invitation to maybe whether I'd want to help out in more of a formal capacity. And, uh, and now here we are. Yeah, you have, you've probably been working here for nearly two years and just <laughs> on the books for sort of the last, you know, this year alone. So mate, it's awesome to have you, you know, goes without saying how much you've added to the show. You know that, you know how much, um, 
how much help you but like yeah to give context of these shows like i know people think when we interview people that we just sit down and have a chat but so much goes into behind the scenes so yourself and sam put in so much work to to get that done and um yeah i think it's it's shown in the last few episodes how well prepared and it's adding just like such a more layer um hopefully to everyone to see how much yeah it goes in behind the scenes so thanks so much um we're loving it but today as well i wouldn't mind one thing you know i love talking about with you is like your career has taken such a pivot and i love it and i respect it so much because it's something we always preach about on the show is like doing what you love and if you're not you know entirely happy um with where you know you're going it's always good to like take note and move to a pivot and even emma said it last week she's like you know i was going down this path and i was like fuck i had to just sit back and go like what do i want like where where am i and you have done that now with your career like you used to come here after working like a full fucking suit and yeah. now you're rocking up with a, an earring with a with a flower on it <laughs> and a hawaiian shirt i have done a career pivot uh, yeah. and i live in the north now so yeah. uh, this is the uniform yeah um, you're full brunswick vibes at the moment aren't you? Yeah. yeah is it coming off because yeah, that's, it is. that's yeah. what i am trying to project so yeah. that's good yeah yeah it's um, but no i have done a bit of a career change i was a a suit working uh, in the corporate areas um, for one of the one of the big four professional services firm for a few years, and then more recently at um, at CSIRO. So made the decision that I wanted to start moving in a bit of a different direction, and I'd started a landscape design course, which I was loving. And yeah, I think I'm going to try and start moving in that direction. So I've, I've taken up a job as a as a gardener more recently, um, and doing a few little landscape designs on the side for a few mates, and mm. hoping to ramp that up a little bit eventually. And then you've got me watering the plants in no, here. No, 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 no. Uh, I showed you, up this morning and they were all looking very droopy and sad. So I spent a couple of hours watering them. That's the behind very the scenes hybrid, You've got a very hybrid role. You're like <laughs> producer, landscaper of the office. Um, you also put together some of the most amazing graphs that I've ever seen. But no, we, we love having you. Yeah, you're the man. You're the man. So uh, no, exciting. And again, you know how much I, I love what you've done. And so it, as much as I say without, you know, trying to cry on the show, what you've been able to do, a lot of people don't. That's why we we love it and it's such a good message it fits exactly what we're doing here doing what you want to do be passionate about it love it and you know work out the rest later so you are a walking embodiment of producing thank you mate i was a little nervous making the change but i had mates like you and sam that were always bigging me up doing it so what um, is that but for someone out there that isn't in a like maybe in a career path that they're working like what advice would you give to someone that is doing something that they they want to change like did you i I suppose it's not like just the ripping the band out of and doing it you you put a plan into action did you sort of like start doing some different things or yeah i asked lots of questions had lots of like conversations with people about things that they did um and then yeah just i guess started with baby steps by enrolling in a little little course that Mm. um i really enjoyed and then and then tried to take it from there so yeah i don't know what don't know what the advice necessarily is but try things yeah try things go from there yeah no i love it well anyone out there that's looking to do something take look no further than some inspiration here but yeah obviously knowing how hard that is with with you know jobs and and salaries and and also families as well it's a bloody tough thing to do i hate when you know i think i've been really guilty of this sometimes being like you don't like what you're doing fuck it do something different but in theory it's a lot harder it's a lot lot harder than it looks so yeah credit to yourself and credit to anyone who's who's doing that at the moment If there's one thing I know about, it's clangers. Unfortunately, I was always biting off more than I could chew, thinking it's on when it's definitely not, ripping that 45, giving it a crack, and often it was an absolute disaster. The good news is if your local club has had a recent clanger or challenge, then you can win up to $15,000 through the Amy Clangers for Good competition. In 100 words or less, tell us how Amy can help your club bounce back from a recent challenge. Enter now at amy.com dot au forward slash clangers for good that's amy.com.au forward slash clangers for good t's and c's apply sam 
we decided to put the Dylan Friends hotline together. Yes. You, you only heard the intro for the last, this week, the little voicemail, and you didn't understand the concept. Like, if you haven't heard it or you haven't called up the voicemail yet, please make sure you do. You can literally, you know, ask anything you want, talk about anything. We'll give some key points today of what you can call about or we might throw out a question but to anyone who hasn't listened please make sure you call it um the number is 0390210625 and we'll have that in the show notes but the voicemail was a, a playoff of like ja rule then like me talking then coming back to ja rule was a playoff of like back in the 90s when you first got a voicemail and you didn't understand that no well like i thought it was a good vibe but like i didn't know there was sort of a particular yeah. reference or a throwback that was that was meant to be <laughs> okay yeah, that's it, Dylan Friends Hotline. We're living it up. Make sure you leave your questions, comments, anything you want to know on the show. We want you on it. Illy fam, love you. Woo! <laughs> well, first question for the hotline is, did you actually, did, did, have people called up and did they understand that thing? Yeah. yeah. Did they understand the concept of what that was? Because if they didn't, I don't, you know, that might be... I might have to change it. It reminded me of um, a Seinfeld reference when George records his own voicemail. But right. you, I said that to you and you said that it's Well, I haven't it's seen Seinfeld. Do, it reminds right? me of back in like, you know, me and my sister watching video hits, like when we first got like Quicksilver, Nokia 3310s, listening to our favourite song and like recording the first bit of it, then like putting our voicemail on and then using that. So when someone calls, hears a bit of music, then you... Yeah, okay. Yeah. Jarrell was a big video hits oh, he's, guy. Yeah, he's um, so anyway, that's a hotline. Make sure you call it up. Um, we have got a few calls today. From people, it's been unbelievable going through these, and I love hearing um, what people have to say. But there's a few questions here. I'll play one now. We didn't really give in a call to action, so these are just sort of random calls um, of what people have to say. Uh, hi, how are you, mate? So. Uh, this so that is my favorite one of the bunch this week um, basically called up, called me Horse T Sheridan. I'm not sure what, like this, I'm not Tommy, but I don't know what that reference was. Um, I loved it though. Uh, is in the GYG eating a burrito, a breakfast burrito, doesn't like tomato because tomatoes are piss ants. And then went on to say, go Saints. Congratulations on the wedding to Tofu. Thank you so much. Um, didn't leave um, his name because I, I didn't get it, but that is great. Okay. Love that voicemail. Maybe speak into the phone next time. Like, it's, I'm not saying that not in a rude way. I mean, it just makes it a bit easier to hear. But yeah, I'll play another one. This is this is actually a really good question from Bill. Hey, Bill. Uh, I've always wondered, mate, you're pretty good at footy. How did you go at cricket as a child? Did you bowl? Did you bat? Uh, and were you any good? Thanks, mate. Good question. Were you a cricketer? I have played one, two games of cricket in my life. Okay, two not games. a cricketer. Not a cricketer. Like the worst, and I, I'm actually considering. I, I before this year started, and I really got into golf. I was considering playing cricket because mm. like, that'd be cool to go and play and see how it goes. I like that the vibe. You sit there, it's sort of like a long day with friends. Yeah. But no, not a cricketer. Unfortunately, I don't think I would have been very good. I'm not very good at golf or or tennis or anything like that. And I say this, so I'm not saying this in a way that I'm not trying to like get a compliment or anything here. But you know how 
when people play like elite sport, um, you might think they're quite coordinated in other things. Like, you know, they could have been like a lot of players are like, oh, it could have been a cricketer, it could have been a basketball, it could have been this. I'm telling you right now, I arguably wasn't even that good at footy, <laughs> but there is no other sport that I am capable of playing, like at any level. No. Like, you know, I'm getting into golf now. I'm not very good at that. I'm playing off about 20, 24. You've said to me you were not a good runner. Not a good runner. Like, in terms of athletics, you know, I could sprint and stuff, but at a, you'd never get to, like, a really high level with that. Can't, you know, basketball used to get fouled off all the time. Just did not understand the rules. Cricket, even worse. Like, that was something I never played. The one sport that I really enjoy, like, I'm not even joking when I say this, the one sport I really, really enjoy playing is squash. Great sport. Great sport. It's a, di- so it's a dying underrated. sport. So all underrated. The, the squash courts are all disappearing. They are. We play. I used to play with my mate Luca Ganano um, before lockdown down at this club in um, in Northgate. It was an Italian um, club. I can't think of the exact name, but they had like two squash courts there. One would always leak, so we'd play on the other one. But I'm going to get back into squash. Squash, running, golf, they're sort of like my sports. Maybe you just haven't found your other calling yet. I think, I think I have. Squash. Squash <laughs> is the one. Yeah, squash is the one that I really enjoy. So thanks so much for your question. I loved all of them. We, we, a lot, there's so many um, that have come through today, but we love them. But the one thing we will do is I would love people to call up next week and have a chat about and leave on a voicemail is their most like irrational, rational fear and how did they get over it? Because, for example, this weekend I'm going on this resilience camp and I've mentioned a few times like how petrified I am of claustrophobic, you know, claustrophobia. Mm, yep. And that's like not a joke. Like I've just really struggled with it like my whole life, going in MRIs, just being in, even in lifts sometimes, I just don't feel good. I hate being in there where it's like too packed. And that's not irrational fear. I'm, that's quite a rational fear, I feel like. A lot of people have sort of, you know, have that. But we're going caving this week. Mm. And I actually spoke to Richard Harris with the podcast coming out on Monday about this, you know, how can I get better at it? And it's something that I'm really going to attempt to do. I hope I can fucking get through it. Like it's going to be, it's going to be hard. Like think about this. The worst thing you could possibly do is talk to a caver that's been stuck in a cave before going caving. Did he give you any advice? He did. Yeah. He gave me some advice. He just said like, you've got to think about your breath um, and what kills people. And he was talking quite dramatically (laughs) when it comes to caving but more underwater diving is panic so it's like don't you know you've got to find a trigger to like stop panicking which you know will be really interesting listen to for those that are going to listen to Richard Tarot on Monday so what I would love for people to do is call up on the hotline and explain what their favorite what their favorite what their most like rational slash irrational fear is and if they've got over it or and if they have how did they get over it the number again is 0390210625 please call up the hotline next week would love to hear answers and we'll discuss but yeah again with the hotline make sure you call up any questions any answers anything we've said this week whether it's a series question um we just want to get everyone involved as much as possible so yeah make sure you give us a call get involved and we'll see you next week all right how good forward to it yeah